Travis. We oh. got to get Travis on the pod, bro. Uh, I think they killed him. The Did chip. they kill Travis? They the definitely chip? killed. Dude, he ate a woman's face. There's. They shot him to death. Yeah, oh, here's he the thing to too. Die. The woman, the woman watches her friend get her face eaten off. If, uh-huh. if you, people are like, who the, what are the hell are they talking about? Travis the chimp, very interesting story. But this woman was raising a chimp, giving it Xanax, raised it like her son. Anyway, so the chimp eats her friend's face off, and she's finally like, I got to do something. So she stabbed him with a knife, and she's like, in all the interviews, like, it was so, like, I stabbed him, and he looked up at me and was like, et tu, mama. Two and it's Jesus. like, dog, your friend just got their face chewed off. Like, you should be more upset about. I love animals, but and no, and that, we've talked about is... how monkeys are like little people. But you, at that point, it's like you should be more worried about your friend. I know, had but their face is, removed from their body. That is fucking horrifying. And also, just like there had to be some signs leading up to it that uh... she said he was acting funny, but she also thought it was because she upped his Xanax dose. Dude, here's how we bring Trav- Travis back. Okay, you remember that uh-huh. shitty movie with uh, Nick Cage and John Travolta, Face Off? Uh, y- wait, say that. But, uh, dude, this... re- I literally have the Wikipedia page for Travis the Chimp open, and it is like tragedy after fucking tragedy. We it's shouldn't crazy. even open with this. It's crazy, though. Like, the owner, everybody everybody involved, like, both of his owners are deceased, like, within a year after he died. Anyway, sorry. What Their was life force was tied. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's this movie Face Off where it's like uh, Nick Cage is this evil fucking genius guy and they have to get John Travolta, who's a cop, to stop yeah. him. And they're and like, that was a famous movie, but I've never seen it. It's very dead. It's one of those John Woo action flicks, but there's a scene where they like go in and he's like, this is our top secret science. And they show how you like remove someone's face so John Travolta can become Nick and Nick can Amazing. become John Travolta. But mm-hmm. we make the sequel and it's like during that scene, instead of like, they're like, this is our high tech procedure. And it's just Travis the Chimp, like, ripping people's faces off and replacing yeah, that, them with the other face. Dude. That'd be great. That'd be great. Top secret uh, Travis the Chimp science. Oh, dude, Bro, did you see way. that email from Yuri, by the way? From Yuri? Yuri, yeah. You're retarded. Sorry, I had I had to hit you with one of those. Okay, Please. what were you saying? What were you but, saying? <laughs> wait, is that, is that? No, we did get an email, though. Not from Yuri, though. Not, Not from, from Yuri. Yuri. From somebody else. Uh, Guess what? Guess Chicken what I have? Butt. What is that? This is a Voodoo Ranger IPA. Oh, based. It is not Fruit Force because they didn't have it at Publix. It's, I thought uh, you were doing the pee pee joke because you were talking weird. about the dude who would like pee and then be like, hold it up. I would, oh, yeah, dude, disgusting. But the, uh, the, I was really looking for that Fruit Force IPA and this one is called Juicy Haze. And, you know, I hate IPAs. Juicy Haze is good. Juicy Haze is good. I really don't like IPAs, but I did the thing. I put a glass in the freezer before I went on stream. Went on, and I knew in the back of my head, I was like, after this, I'm going to eat something. And that glass is going to be sitting in the freezer waiting for me. I'm going to pour up a nice IPA in there and look what I'm doing. And dude, right before we hopped on this podcast, I was texting about it in the Cold Cuts Discord. I just ate a Big Mac. For the first time in like, should have eaten it on stream, bro. Oh my god, bro! I couldn't wait. Like, I it literally was my foot was in the door and the sandwich was in my face, like all <laughs> within like five seconds of one another, dude. I know I'm gonna hate myself in like thirty minutes, but I swear to God, I think that was like the most, like the biggest dopamine rush I've gotten from like eating a meal this year so Based. probably I feel it like was there's too so much bread good. i haven't had one for a while but i always thought the big mac was bullshit because it's I, like dude i think the sauce they put on makes on makes up for it i mean i mcdonald's is just based anyway but for some i don't even usually get a big mac i usually get like a double cheeseburger or a mcdouble or something like that because it's less bread and it's like basically the same thing but for some reason i was like yeah let me just go with a big mac got that or next nuggets. time Next time you're craving it, I hate the nuggets, bro. I hate nuggets. Oh, you Next time you're craving them. it, I'm telling you, this is the move, bro. Okay, because all the meals, especially the Big Mac meal, how much did that cost you? It's probably like twelve. The whole, bucks the and whole change. thing, the whole thing. I got a Big Mac, fries, and uh, chicken nuggets, and the whole thing was like eleven dollars. What? Yeah. Oh, you didn't cheap. get the Big Mac meal. You just oh, I didn't get the, the meal. I didn't get the meal oh, yet because I knew okay. I was going to be sipping on my IPA. Yeah. Well, next time you want a meal, bro, the deal. Okay, this is proof of how 
far I've fallen into fat man territory. I'm doing math to save money. Uh-huh. You get the XL meal, but you get it. It's not on the – it's on some menus, but they've taken it off on most. But it's called the – the not the double cheeseburger, but they, it's like a you get two cheeseburger meal. Oh, yeah, it's just two cheeseburgers, yeah. But, dude, the XL large version of – it's like nine bucks – total and that's for like huge fries blah 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 i think just because like it's a small burger but it's like you eat that baby you're feeling fine i mean dude i'll return i'll return yo i gotta go pee tell the viewers something dude we just started we're already it's like we just started there's no racist stuff okay uh yeah i know i'm dating myself a little bit here but the cheeseburger there was a period of time when i was probably in like the third or fourth grade, I knew that you. I know that you could. Um, you could go to oh. McDonald's had them for like fifty cents on Wednesdays. You could get a thing. Oh, that was it. I thought you were. I thought you were going to pee. No, no. I uh, AJ left this over here yesterday, but I didn't finish it. Dude, he has been drinking these stouts. Oh no! Is that that Goose Island shit? Dude, it's literally like consuming motor oil. Dude, it okay? is literally it that. Is literally like, it's like crude motor. oil. Like it's literally there will be blood. Like, did you ever see there will be blood? Mm-hmm. You know that guy that dies because he gets his fucking like. Wait, what? 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 Oh no, he gets hit in the head with a fucking bucket. Isn't that what it is? When they're working on the, the like very shit early or on, yeah. like I think it's his brother gets fucking like decap nearly decapitated by like a metal thing that falls out of the sky. Um, I hate when that happens. But yeah, they got fucking oil pouring out of every pore. Dude, I tried one of those Goose Island ports. What is it? A port? Yeah. I, I think I got halfway through it, and I was like. What am I doing to myself? I, dude, the only reason I'm drinking is I have no other beer in the house. And uh, this is one of those nights where it's like, I only need one. So yeah. this this should carry me through. Dude, we were supposed to have an amazing guest on today. But uh, thanks to my failure, I think it'll be next Monday. Next Monday. Yeah, that'll be good. Well, yeah, we were we were going to talk to Matt Boers, uh, yeah. and We had preemptively read a comic. Is it an unreleased comic or it's already out? I think it just dropped. Sorry, I'm putting a zin in for the viewers wondering why I'm fingering my mouth hole amazing. so much. Um, dude, I got to say, though, because when he originally hit us up, I was kind of like, First of all, I mean, dude, this guy is like, you know how bloodhounds kind of intrinsically hate raccoons? You okay. know, bloodhounds, they're used, bloodhounds and beagles, you know, the breed has yeah, just been used to bred. Find, like badgers, yeah, or something. Badgers yeah. and shit. You just, you see that and you automatically hate it. Even if you raised a, a beagle with a raccoon, mm-hmm. they'd probably hit their teenage years and be like. Like the fox and the hound, yeah. These raccoons are fucking, they're using up all our, you know, welfare resources. I yeah. hate them. You know, something like that. But, um, you know, I, I, since I was in that stone toss era, you know, when I was first starting out, it's kind of been bred into me to hate Matt Boris because of some of his political comics. Um, what are his what are his more like political? I'll comics? flash one right here. This is his most famous one. I know. And, the, uh, I know the famous one. And actually, there's mention of it in this most recent one. He kind of spoofs it. The, uh, yeah, which I found funny. I thought it was a good reference. You know, he described the book to me. I'll show it off. It's called Justice Warriors, okay? Yeah. And he described it originally as, like, RoboCop on crack. And I was kind of like, yeah, you're probably tooting your own horn. But he does do this thing where he's not the main artist. One of the one of his buddies is the main artist. But throughout the comic it'll it's almost just like robocop if you are you familiar with the og one the Over no Over. oh you've never seen robocop well i mean i've seen wait are you talking about a comic or a or the a, movie in uh, the movie i have seen it but it's been so long well there's throughout the movie it cuts to these like silly future commercials and uh throughout the comic book it cuts to matt Bohr's comics of this universe yeah and it's kind of uh, tell his art style switches in there like, yes for, yeah but it's yeah. kind of fun it, it really it makes it feel alive and uh yeah, my cool. point being though is I, I i felt like maybe hey hey you want to plug my comic i'll send you a free copy but it, it was actually enjoyable yeah it was actually good. enjoyable and i was i was pleasantly surprised and uh I'm kind of excited to talk to this guy, bro. I think uh, we should bring up, I think as someone has mentioned before when, because I think in the Discord we mentioned 
were having him on, and I think a few people were like, yo, weren't you calling that guy a dweeb like on the <laughs> earlier episodes? And it's like, yeah, we should talk about that. I kind of want to get in that into that a little bit with him. I thought, I mean, it's funny from reading it, and obviously this isn't, I think it's both intentional, but it's also just ingrained in the way that it's written. Is like, it's very obviously written by a guy who spends a lot of time on Twitter, right? Like it's like 100% yeah. part of it. And it's like, I'm not even saying that as a slight. I think it's clever because I am also one of those people. So like when I'm reading it, there's a huge aspect of the story that makes it seem like there's a lot of weight attached to like uh, this sort of fictional future social media kind of, which is like spoofing Twitter yeah. But he does he does it in a really clever way, like the way that that's all kind of That was like the thing too, in. dude, is I was like I hate reading. I used to talk to Daff about this. There's nothing worse than you're watching a movie and a chick hops on her laptop and she's like, "Let me check myfacebook.com." And it's like, <laughs> "Yeah, I know. This is so cringe." But all yeah. the references were so fun. Like there's he uses references in a way I enjoy. So yeah. the main not even the main bad guy, but the the leader of the city, the king the guy him with the nose, and his, yeah. yeah, him and his cronies. And maybe I'm reading this wrong, but to me, it was clearly a parody of JoJo. They were all these like weird, sexy men, like, yeah, who were just very like annoying like, and posing. like, yeah. yes, yeah. And it was like, but he wasn't making any commentary on JoJo. It was just, it seemed like, yo, I like this. I'm going to reference him, which is like the references I like, yeah. where it's like, there's like no deeper meaning all yeah. necessarily. Although he does do something where there's like an, a mini NFT storyline with the king who's trying to sell his music. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. we can resell it. as the, And it's like, it was enjoyable, bro. You know, I, I don't it's even want to. It was probably, good. We should save talking to it for when they're on the episode. But for sure, if you guys are looking for a comic, I was pleasantly fucking surprised. Yeah, that, it, was that that was it was very good. It was very good. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed reading it. I, I liked the sort of um like the i like that type of dystopia like future dystopia thing because like it's really common in stories to make a dystopia that's just like really bleak and there's nothing really and it's almost just like we're all dead and the only survivors are the blah 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 but this one was this one was the type of future dystopia which was actually very like bright and frantic and chaotic and like i thought it was like a cool uh I, I like that type of story. And so, yeah, it, yeah very engaging, well-drawn, well-written. Uh, I'm excited to talk to the guy. Me too. It, yeah. it was cool. Yeah. I will Wait, say, okay. though, dude, the entire time I was reading it, I was like, we need a future dystopian buddy cop YOLO and Beetle story. That would be fucking base. For sure, that would be base. But the uh, well, I wanted to ask you before we get Matt Boars on, what is the, what is the history between you and and him in the stone tusker like what am i missing well there's no history it was just he would make these and i think he suffers a little bit from the same thing the kelly guy suffers from sutton ward Uh uh-huh um where like his if he was just making comics and removed from politics i think i would enjoy some of them but some of these people it's almost the left-wing version of the right thing we're talking about where it's like you know, you see a George Alexopoulos comic, and instead of seeing anything funny, you just see a small man whining that trans people exist. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, the, it's that same thing with, like, especially Ward Sutton, bro. When he doesn't do the Onion comics, it's literally, like, he had one the other day, like, I'm Ron DeSantis. I will kill all babies and trans people. And it's like, there's Base. no fucking Joe. <laughs> Where's the humor, That's bro? Stupid. Come on. Yeah, yeah literally. I, like I just hate that brand of comic that it it it's bipart it's a bipartisan issue, but the political comics that are not not meant to provoke any thought at all, but just supposed to be here's an opinion you probably already agree with. Yes. But I yeah. also made a silly man saying it. And yes, it's just like, yes. that's not a fucking comic. Bro. It's that not. And it's, it's also not something he'd heed this. Listen to us. Cause I know there's a few people who watch this, who want to get into politics or not politics, web comics, Jesus Christ. They're the same thing at this point, but uh-huh. uh, don't do that. Don't fucking do it. Cause it's not a, it's not one of those. I think the right wing thinks it's a left wing issue and the left wing th- thinks it's a right wing issue. No, it's a political comic. Both parties issue. do that. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Which is why I try to make mine. Like you almost lose intelligence points reading my political comics, which is what I want. Cause it's like, 
This is all stupid. This is stupid anyway. Let me I just mean, make it really fucking stupid. To, to be honest, I just never really... This is also... I mean, maybe this is just more of a me thing, but I just never really liked, like, any of the popular political talk show hosts that everybody loved. Like, I was never a fan of, like, Colbert Report, really, either. And it's just, And it's just because it's like... I know that this is supposed to be funny, but it's like... It just feels like, um, I don't know. I, even as a young person, I kind of was just like, I don't really, I don't really get this. Like, this but there was a switch to me. me. There was a switch to me. Like, and maybe it was just getting older, but I remember in high school enjoying Colbert and Jon Stewart because it was like the humor was the main thing. But as soon yeah. as 2016 came around, both those dudes. It was different. That's true. That's true. It was like they were like, You're, I am no longer just a comedian. I must save yeah. humanity through my humor and making people see that. And it's the same reason I, I fucking hate, bro. I hate when people are like, you have to watch this John Oliver segment. He really like no, shows you what's up. And it's like, dude. Bro, enough. Enough with the John Oliver. Yeah, John Oliver, hang it up, sweetheart. Lit, dude, literally. He it. should be beaten with sticks. I He's one of those British dudes where like, I think if someone smacked him in the head with a brick, his face would get <laughs> rearranged and he would look normal. You know what I mean? Oh, that's geez, that's the, the British uh, FFS surgery. You just come into the clinic and they beat you over I, the head and you look like a normal human afterwards. I worry, and I don't even think it's these individual guys. Because actually, like deep down, I, I want to believe that some of these guys... Because I think Colbert is... He's funny. Like actually, when you're saying that, I'm like, yeah, that's true. When I was younger... And extremely talented. I, th I, I think some of these guys aren't actually making this is always the story right i don't think they're actually making the type of comedy that they want to be making but they feel pressured not just by their producers but also maybe by us by society to oh, like do I'm a sure. certain type of like a certain brand of humor which is really unfunny but it's lowest common denominator and it's like i think also like I hate to say this, but I also realize this a little bit about even my own like comics when I'm drawing them that the ones sometimes the ones that I think are really funny, they you you kind of it takes you a second to like think about it to like get it. And those are the ones that I get the most comments that are just like, I don't get it. I don't yes, get it. I don't yeah. get it. You know what I mean? And it's like I think there's so many comedians, which is annoying, but I think there's so many comedians that are afraid of people being like being like, I don't get it that they're not willing to take a risk on a joke which requires the audience to just think for a second you know what i mean either yeah. it's there's a lot of spoon-fed comedy right now but but that's also not to say some of some of the best comedy and and comedy that is timeless will never get old is fucking slapstick comedy and you don't have to think at all about that shit you know what I thought I mean? you were gonna it's say rob funny. schneider movies bro <laughs> yeah, that's have you that's ever it. seen we should honestly do an episode where we just go through one of the episodes but did you ever watch the show he made where he clearly was like high and drunk at home and was like i'm a loser and then watched an episode of curb your enthusiasm and was like yeah i, I could make that have you seen no, it's called like I being robbed dude it's so bro one of the main episodes i've seen i forget if he officially released it or if the pilot just got leaked but it's like him going to a coffee shop i'm rob schneider and he buys a coffee and then first of all i've never tipped do you tip when you get your coffee i, don't. I do sometimes you I do because if they turn the thing around reddit at me, alert I know, Red, I know. dude i'm the dude I that's my feel, superpower i always feel fucking you, pressured too. you could be a sudanese boy wearing a, a <laughs> potato sack and if you're working at a coffee shop and you turn the thing around to me for tip i'll li i'll look you dead in the eyes and not fucking tip you bro be like, not today not today <laughs> bro listen if you ever want to get a tip from me i need to hold on to my money okay if i tip you now uh, i'm gonna be the one working at starbucks you yeah know what I mean? I know, I know. but uh dude anyway he it's like him going into coffee shop as rob schneider and he buys a coffee and tips the guy like 20 dollars. and the guy the barista it's like it it's so clearly him trying to do a curb your enthusiasm bit but the barista's like <sighs> and rob schneider's like what's wrong and he's like, five dollars. Aren't you a rich celebrity? Shouldn't you be able to tip me more or five or twenty bucks, whatever? And then it's just Rob Schneider, like, 
I, I don't have to tip you because I'm a rich, famous celebrity. Why are you getting angry at me? And it's like, dude, no, no one, if you're trying to be relatable, relatable, no one else, it's not <laughs> relatable. And it's also something, Rob, I love you. No one would recognize you going into a coffee shop. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> and if they do, it's like, isn't that the asshole from the, the Adam Sandler movie? Like, Literally. that's the only way you're getting recognized. No one is getting tipped by Rob Schneider and going, this dude could afford. Dude, if Rob Schneider came into Starbucks that I worked out, I would tip him. I would be like, bro, you're on hard times right now. I can dude, tell. Yeah. Here's 20 bucks. I, like, I see. I seriously like something about Rob Schneider that's like, permanently singed into my brain i know this video was posted like fucking 10 years ago is probably when i first saw it but like it's like you know howie mandel yes you ever see that i didn't know he had beautiful hair when he was younger i mean all these super bald guys did at one point you always see a picture you'll see like a picture of bruce willis in like the 70s and he's like he looked good yeah i'm like (laughs) like, what the hell happened to you yeah that's why Uh, you became tough and bitter you're just like uh, they need to make a bruce willis type action movie where you know the keanu reeves device where it's like he's looking for his dog that was killed yeah it's Bruce Willis looking for his hair. I would pay so that much money to fucking base. watch that, dude. That would be fucking base. Oh, which, by the way, this is a slight tangent. Don't let me forget Howie Mandel. All right, don't let me forget that. But I, I gotta say, I just saw this new John Wick movie in theaters, and it was good. Banger mode. Banger Does it mode. get rid of the issue I had with episode the third movie, where literally everyone there could be a stray cat walking down the street, and, and Keanu would be did. like. I know you're an agent. Yeah, and it's no. like, dude, is everyone in this? Fu- yeah, no, that's just, just you need to just accept it at this point because that is just the that I, is the setting. That I got recognized on Grinder and then got into not an argument, but I was talking to this chick because she was like, "I loved that about John Wick 3. and I was like, "No, no, yeah, your no. opinion is wrong. No, it's I would not say everyone should be an agent. I would say there's they're all agents. I, like in the this is not even a spoiler, but like John Wick four. There is nobody like running and screaming or like, oh my god, those guys are fighting! Like, at, like everybody's either an agent or they're like, some they're just like, oh my god, spoiler, Sli- not not a real spoiler. This is not a spoiler. You should absolutely go see it. But one of my favorite scenes in the movie, which is that it's a fucking long movie by the way, it's like three hours long. But it's like, dude, but it is. The action, the fighting sequences are fucking brutal. They're so good. It's exactly what you'd come to expect from John Wick. They absolutely live up to the hype. There's one scene that's basically just like tangential. It's not even really like related to the main plot, but he's he's fighting this guy and some of his henchmen in a in this crazy nightclub. It's just like absolutely multi-level waterfalls strobe lights like not the same night because that's kind of in the first movie is it like the same nightclub the i Russian don't think one? it's oh because that scene is awesome one. that scene it, it is might awesome. it might be the same one i didn't recognize it but now that you say it it's like it's possible that it's the same one but uh look it's amazing and i gotta say also the soundtrack to this john wick movie i was thinking about just like listening to it at the gym because it's just really? like the dopest fucking like just house music, like crazy fucking techno playing in the background. But anyway, in the scene, of course, he's like, you know, John Wick. He's just like murdering dudes, like like elbowing people in the fucking face and like all kinds of crazy fights. And there's people dancing around them, like in the club. And, it, and there's a point where it's like there's no suspension of belief anymore because actually the extras who are dancing are like looking like they look to see like there's a guy that was being like fucking strangled and like and they're looking but they just keep like like they just don't give a shit and i'm like i like me and my girlfriend were just like laughing we were just like so funny these people in the club that just like do not care at all anyway Dude, that pulls movie. me out of the movie not to interrupt i know you have your howie mandel story, no, but right, i hate right. this is one of my least it doesn't even count as a movie cliche but it's an extras cliche, but I hate nothing more in a movie. I'm always looking at the extras, bro. I'm always mm. like, yo, who's going to fuck up? What are they doing? Yeah. I hate when there's the extras in the background who are so clearly like, I should act like I'm confused about what's going on in the movie. And like, they'll, they'll lean over and they'll try, try talking to like... do another extra. And the other extra you can tell is just like, please stop talking. <laughs> they usually ignore the person, but sometimes they'll just be like looking at him like, 
Okay, you can have your five minutes of fame. Like <laughs> yeah, funny, of course, of course. I don't need to see John Wick stabbing someone in the head and some guy eating a steak at the other table going, oh my god. No, I, it's and, like, and that's what dude. I'm saying is like, actually, all of these things about John Wick, which like, God bless him, but I can already expect fucking YMS is going to be on his like, you know, he's going to be on his fucking YouTube channel. I'm killing him if he hates the Mario movie, I'm, bro. I'm killing him. I'm just Cold saying it's like, his address. Like, I was trying to bring this up with him. I love the guy, by the way. This is not. I love, yeah, I love him. I, I love, love his, YMS. His I would love cock, to have him back bro. on. Yeah, huge he, cock. I don't know about the, that, but the horse. Uh, <laughs> it's whole, fitting. The horse furry thing fitting. Fitting. We're about to run out of time, but also, but, but I, I was trying to bring it up to him also is like. Doesn't like overanalyzing movies to a certain point kind of just make you not enjoy movies that could otherwise just be enjoyable if you like turn your brain off a little bit. And I think he kind of like dismissed the question like he was like, no, no, I still love movies. And I was like, his friends. But rip I on, dude. know it's true. I know that yes. does happen. Dude, his like, friends rip on him for it. There's one episode of YMS I always laugh at, but his friends trying to do an impression of him and they're like. Yeah, I don't care if it's a child's movie. There's still plot holes that need to be <laughs> yeah, fucking talked it's about. True. It's like, dude, this is the ugly duckling. No one, it's no true. one cares. I mean, no that's, cares. A, that's like what he was talking about with Avatar. That I was like, yeah, of everything you're saying is accurate because you're picking it apart. But if you just sat there, dude, we haven't get we've been getting yopped the past two episodes. I know. We've been getting too we into get, it, bro. We're getting on a tangent. I think it's almost time for us to start paying for Zoom. I think it's, that's we're so close, dude. Once we hit. Either fifteen hundred on the Patreon or two K, it's happening, bro. No, We're too broke, boy, moy, to do it. Pull the trigger right now. Okay, Patreon.com slash cold cuts. Cold if we, cuts. Yeah. If we hit two K on the Patreon, I will get a black suit Spider Man suit, which has been over long overdue, and we will start paying for I think that was promised at one K. I think it might have been. We're, we're rechanging. Just, I, we're I can just order it. I can just order it anyway. It would, uh, dude, it would be funny for you to fucking show up. Especially, dude, I think we're planning on. I'm going to visit my family soon, but we might do a. I might take Beetle Moses to uh, the PA. The middle of nowhere, redneck woods, PA. And uh, we might do a little flamethrower shooting and sniper rifle <laughs> shooting. God. Dude, my cousin, I'm pretty sure he has a rocket launcher. Uh, that's fucking cool. We should cool. fire the rocket launcher at a deer. That's insane. Is that true? Dude, he's an ant, bro. It, you're literally not allowed to hunt deer with an AR-15 or AR whatever the fuck. And uh, this man does it, bro. He fucking does, dude. The awesome. deer, literally, the fact that a deer hasn't shown up at his house and been like, bro, this is so unfair, is mind blowing, dude. Like this, well, this man is cheating, dog. Well, the, I just shot a bunch of guns that I had never shot before when I was on holiday. I think it was Thanksgiving. Was this with the Colombians? Uh. Well, no, I mean, technically none of these, uh, no, none of this family that I was with was Columbia, even though it was with Angie's family, but they were like the dudes. And it's like all of the girls in that family basically just married like white dudes. And cause they all live in like North Carolina. They're like a bunch of like good old boys. Basically. Yeah, yeah. That's what so, I like, dude. Nobody there like that I was with, honestly, I think was even like Columbia. Well, maybe some of the cousins anyway, it doesn't matter, but they had a, they had some guns that I had never shot before. Like I I shot like an first of all an old timey kind of hunting rifle with like a lever action yeah. or something like that. That was dope. That was like my favorite one that I shot. But also something with like a digital sight on it. I think it was an AR hollow sight. You mean or what do you mean? It was like, like you look through the scope and it's like you look a through digital the scope imprint. and there yeah. was like a digital like thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I think it was an AR and then because. Yeah, that shit was kind of crazy. There was like a Luger, like a weird... Dude, like that is my dream Luger. gun. Not dude. even... I think a lot of people hate on Lugers because it's like, that's the German Hitler gun. And it's like, dude, that is the coolest pistol. I would rather have a Luger yeah. than, and then a fucking Deagle, bro. Like, dude, Lugers it was look like, so sick. There are some crazy ones. And and I like... I know nothing about guns. Like the I had only shot at guns once before I had shot a shotgun. Like the bare minimum type, like the type of shotgun that you get with like a bird shot when you go shooting like skeet. And that was like my first time ever shooting a gun. That was like a year ago. So going like going there and all of a sudden there was like a fucking menagerie of like different types of guns. And I was like, oh, try this one. Try this. Like, what's this? I have a little taste of everything. Yeah, I was and that. That was fucking cool. So, yeah, I would I would totally shoot a fucking rocket launcher. Dude, um, we would have so much fun, bro. Like we're going to do fucking 
we're gonna go crazy, bro. I'm I'm feeling it. I need it, bro. I haven't seen my fucking. You're lucky you live near your family, bro. I'm like, it's going on like two or three years. Dude, but, uh, I think I'm used need... to that though, bro. Cause the the whole I literally got shipped off to boarding school at like fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, and uh, I usually couldn't visit my family. I'm very like, uh, I don't I don't want to say a hermit, but I can go along. You know, a lot time. of people, a lot of people, I think would go crazy if they had to do that NASA test where you have to sit in a room alone for like four <laughs> or five days. It, I would thrive, bro. Yeah, I'm like, I, I go crazy. It. I go very crazy, but I'm also like, uh, you. I'm like a cop. I'm the human cockroach, bro. You can't you can't kill me. I, I've already and, tried dude. like. I've done worse things to my body than you can ever imagine. Like I will I survive. It. I'll I stay mean, alive. Look, I just fucking um, I was just reading about you know Aphex Twin, yes, uh, like the artist. I I was reading about him on his Wikipedia page, and like I was just seeing like in in a lot of interviews, he states that like he puts himself through like like that type. Like he like isolates himself and puts himself in like very like long-term sleep deprivation cycles and that's when he feels like when he's in an album production cycle that's when he feels like he's at his most creative so like yeah i saw that and i'm like that's insane because honestly i feel like i only function if i'm like i need my eight hours of sleep and a light jog in the morning and a small breakfast and a, you know what i mean i can't like i like Dude, yeah I'm i the, can't do all that other shit i think that's like, why we work together well bro because i am the i'm like apex twin where i'm like I'm not going to sleep for three days and it'll make me more crazy. Dude, it's part of the reason why AJ is always like friend of the pod. We got to get him on soon. Um, yeah, highly critically acclaimed episode. Critically yeah, acclaimed episode. I know. And we actually had a lot of people requesting AJ as a permanent third member. Which He's great. He's I'm starting his own it. pod. So I think we'll, we'll oh, is he really? spot on there. Yeah. Good yeah, man. I'm always teasing him. He finally came up with a better name, losing it, I think. But he was like, I'm always teasing him because he was like, Dude, what do you think? Like, instead of delusional, it's like deluge and all. And I was like, that's not a good name. <laughs> that's, dude, that's not a good name. Dude, dude yeah. This is a no one would, no that's one no would good. It. You got to have something that just fucking like. Cold cuts. I think cold cuts. Yeah, Base. cold cuts. It just doesn't get better than that. I think, I think, honestly, having having a name that kind of rolls off the tongue is helpful. Um. Uh, anyway, dude, anyway. I, I've interrupted you. What is your Howie Mandel story? And Holy then I'll, pu- shit, I'll pull up I the email the from uh, I'll pull up the email from Yuri afterwards. <laughs> yeah, how the Howie Mandel story was basically related to Rob Schneider because I always think of this when we talk about Rob Schneider, which is not often, but when we do, I think of this clip that I saw because Howie Mandel is like a crazy germaphobe. Do you know that? I didn't know about that either, and I was watching an interview with him. And he literally was like. Yeah, I've fine-tuned the process, but I've found the best way to make people not interact with me. Um, for in- I think he used the example of like him in an elevator. Mm. And if someone comes in who knows him and they're like, Howie Mandel, he always says he scratches his ear like this uh-huh. and then sniffs it and then makes like a weird face so that they don't try to shake his hand. And I'm like... God damn, dude. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's, a, that's really a whole clever. process. That is bro. a whole process. I mean, I think that his uh I've I think I've heard that like if you watch Deal or No Deal, anytime a new contestant comes on the stage, he always goes for a fist bump. Like he always yeah. insists on a fist bump. They always are like, hey, howie, and he's always just like, ah, and then they hit him with a fucking bump, and that's it. But apparently it's a well known, I don't know, it's like you know, well known secret and uh in Hollywood circles, and there was some show where Howie Mandel was on some like daytime TV show, and Rob Schneider was the other guest. And Rob Schneider walks on the stage and intentionally like grabs like how like like forces himself on Howie and is like shaking his hand with like both hands, and then sits down and does it on purpose to like fuck with him. And Howie is like sitting there, like really visibly uncomfortable. Like he just, like, like literally, like he just got fondled. And like, and I think everybody is just like, oh no, like joking about it. But I was like, Jesus, what a fucking cringe moment. Like, why the hell did they do this shit? Everyone says I look like Rob Schneider, but I think this is proof I would do the exact same thing. So I'm I'm probably just as annoying. (laughs) 
Dude, watch. That's we're going to get famous, and I'm going to make my own YOLO TV show, and it's literally going to be like that. Yo, you only tipped me $20. You could do more than that. You could fucking, do more. Yeah. Dude, Howie Met- Oh, my God. Look at this picture of Howie Mandel with hair. Isn't it crazy how, like, insanely fucking different he looks? Yeah, he had, like, a whole... What pull it the up. fuck? What was his, like... How did he come up? Because I I really just knew him as the deal or no deal guy. Damn, bro. What's up? He uh he kind of looks like Finn Wolfhart when he was a little kid, like almost exactly. I actually could see. Well, I see a young one. Where do you see a little kid? Someone has it's like He's his high book yearbook photo, but he looks exactly like fucking Finn Wolfhart, but with curly hair. Interesting. I you know he really he really popular. Oh yeah, I do see this. He Dude, really popular that, as the bald guy with the French tickler look. Like, the French tickler's was, powerful. But, bro, yeah. dude, let Howie Mandel be an example. Women don't understand, bro. Women are always like, I'm too fat, I'm too whatever. Imagine having beautiful Howie Mandel hair and just watching it fade, bro. Dude, literally, like, I think bald dudes have the the, the greatest understanding of life because – Watching yourself bald, especially when it like if you're like me, it's this the, the recession started at like 16, 17. It's literally like God coming down to earth and being like, hey, you're going to die one day and I'm going to give you a daily example of watching yeah. your life fade before your eye, which is why I think bald dudes are like. There's something special about bald and balding dudes, bro. I'm telling you, if I see a balding guy at the store, we look at each other, we. Yo, what's up, baby? You know, we give each other the look. Sure. It's like we're part of a secret club. We we know more than the average Joe. I'll say that. I, I do think that for a lot of guys, it's like a distinct part of like manhood also is just that that cold reminder that the world is unforgiving and yes. you just need to. If you are not going to be confident and pull shit off yourself, no one is going to do no it. No one will you. help you, bro. No, no one, one will help you. Help and I think you. there's plenty of very good looking bald dudes, but the dudes that don't embrace it properly, the guys that cannot run with it, those are the guys that you're just like. But All right. The, that, you, there's like, two ways it, out. Dude. There's two ways out for a bald guy. Uh-huh. You be sexy and you embrace it like Bruce Willis or you just embrace it in a silly way like Stav from Cumbtown. But like I could never do that shit where like he lost his tooth and refused to get it put back in and then he's trying to grow a mullet. It's like that's big time. That's too that's too much. Bro, me and other bald guys, we see that. And it's like it's the same thing when black people see another black guy who's like, "Ooh, I'm into tomfoolery moonshines. And it's like. You traitor. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's crazy, like, I see yeah. a bald guy doing that, and I'm just like, you fucking traitor. Dude. Yeah. Like, I you're mean, a but look, like, traitor. Dude, you look at somebody like Howie Mandel, and it's like we were talking about now. You look at a photo of him with hair, and it's almost like weird. You're like, take that fucking. You're video. uncomfortable. Yeah. You're like, yeah, dude. it's like, because, dude, he was just like, oh, I'm balding. Now, guess what? Now I'm just bald. Like, bald, the baldest well, man you've ever seen. What's weird though is it looks like, like he pulled the trigger too early because I can't find a picture and maybe you can on your I end, think I'm just, looking I, at tons of them. I don't see any where it's like severe receding and he still has full hair. It literally looks like as soon no. as he noticed a slight recession, he threw the towel in. Which Dude, I wouldn't... You, you don't have to do. You don't have to do, bro. You gotta look at this, bro. This is when he... You gotta see this. Alright, uh, uh, hang on. What I'm are you reading, linking to me on Twitter? I'm reading on... No, I'm reading his Wikipedia page, alright? I just need you to... I just need you to enjoy this with me, alright? He was working as a carpet salesman, okay? I'm gonna read this little passage here. He was a stand-up comedian at Yuck Yucks in Toronto. And by September 1978... He's kind of an old guy... He had a week-long booking as a featured act, which was billed as a quote-unquote wild and crazy borderline psychotic. Oh, wild and crazy borderline psychotic. All right. Oh, he was billed as a wild and crazy borderline psychotic. All right. His repertoire included included placing a latex glove over his head and inflating it by blowing through his nose. The fingers of the glove extending above his head like a coxcomb. When the audience reacted uproariously to that and similar acts, his trademark response was to extend his arms, palms up, look incredulous, and say, it's you. (laughs) What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) Dude, 
What? I feel Literally, like this is how... a comedian in the seventies was like the easiest so job easy, in the dude. world. Literally, like, you literally had to do that. You literally had to have a routine that was on par it's with you. what happens in high school today. It's you, let dude. It's you, <laughs> Like, like, like reading that, it's like now. What is he? One of the most like. What is he? Is he like the one of the wealthiest television personalities alive? Is he actually just from Deal or No Deal? Well, no, he's also on. Uh, he was on the X Factor, right? And he was also on. He's on the Masked Singer. Let's see. I don't under dude. The Masked Singer to this day still seems like a show that would be on a parody movie. You know what I mean? Of like, it's some movie about the future, and they they have a fake commercial that's like, guess who's singing under the? Dude, I didn't know this though. Did you huh. know that that that's a remake of a show that it's originally a famous Korean show? Deal or No Deal? No, uh, Masked Singer. Oh, Masked Singer? That sounds that sounds right to me. Yeah. Well, did you ever I don't I've never actually watched an episode of The Masked Singer. I mean, I never, know how it works, right? Never it's just in like, my life. They do, always... I think the whole thing is they prop up a celebrity and they put them in this kooky mask and they're like, "All right, get out there and fucking sing like, you know, borderline the, by Madonna." The only they... clip of it I've seen is when uh who's that fucking fruit ball? New York politician, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani Bugliani. He comes on and then Ken Jong is like, walks off stage because he's like so offended that Rudy is on. Oh, really? Dude, I'm so sick of Ken Jong, dude. I'm so sick of him. I get that he's uh... funny, but it's like before he became an actor, he was like a well-to-do doctor. And I'm just like, bro. Leave some for the rest of us. I'm so sick of this. Stick, Stick to being a doctor. That I know that is give us a, funny. Give that, some like, of us a chance. That is kind of crazy that he was a doctor and then decided like he must have auditioned. Right? Did he audition for The Hangover? Is that how it? Is that how it happened? Like what was? I the, think he uh... was doing stuff before The Hangover. I think that's just one of the ones that like someone's grinding a bunch and then you finally see them succeed and it's like okay oh he, he just did it he just did that but but that is pretty insane that he was a doctor and was like. This is not good enough. Like I need yeah. to, like I need to be an actor. I, I mean, honestly, respect. But yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like walking off the stage with the uh, Rudy Giuliani thing is kind of funny. Like, uh, I kind of want to see that. All Rudy right. Giuliani is a fucking ghoulish looking. He's a man. gross little man. I'm gonna go pee. Keep the uh, slurs to a minimum. Okay, I'm gonna try. Uh, I wonder what Rudy Giuliani Yo, is doing. Can right you guys now. keep an eye on Harris while I go pee? Make sure, he, make sure he's on par. All make right. sure. Um, I kind of wonder. Big news! Oh boy, big news! I wonder what Rudy Giuliani is doing. Um, now that Trump is getting indicted. Oh my God! This fucking photo of his his brown sweat trickling down like ugh. do you guys know which one i'm talking about zach is gonna know this photo i mean you just look it up when you just look up rudy giuliani there it is clear as day it looks like he's got some fucking uh men's hair dye like touch of gray or whatever on his fucking not even touch of gray this is just like fucking shit's creek Brown is the Dickens, and then it looks like he got in a flop sweat while he had to be giving a speech, and there is just a fucking chocolate river flowing down the side of his head. Do you know? Do you know this photo of Rudy Giuliani where he's sweating and his like oh yeah, and that hair, like yes hair yes. dye is bleeding down his face. He just is like, how did he make it this far in politics? Like that's what I don't understand about. It. And there's multiple photos of him like this, like multiple angles. It's been going on for a while, but like. How do you make it so far in politics when you're such a like sweaty pig? We should have been into politics instead of web comics, bro. You and me could have cleaned up. He is just a fucking horrifying looking. If this guy and Mitch McConnell, it's like you want to think that like the people at the top, you know, obviously they're sleazy, but you figure that they're at least like charming or good looking or they you know how to, you know, muscle their way into a conversation. How the fuck did this guy ever get in here? Yeah. Me like, no, I, no. I don't me get no, it, no. man. I mean, let me look at Mitch McConnell now. He's another one. Didn't he die? Uh, oh, no, I he had thought a con- he did, but he, he got a concussion. But he's he's all right now. 
Yeah, my roommate was like celebrating. Dude, I'm so mad at Elon Musk right now, bro. Don't even get me started. I bro. literally had I don't even know if I missed out technically, but did you see how for April Fools he made Twitter like all Dogecoin? Yeah, but it's like four days too late. Literally, but it's like I literally just sold the last of my Dogecoin yesterday because I was like Did you really? And now it's going like stupid I, mode. I don't even think it's going stupid mode though, but I think it would I would have gotten more back, but I was just like Probably. I can't hang on to this shit forever. I need, I need, and dude, I didn't even have much in there. I think it was like 120, but because yeah. it had dropped so far, I only had 70. And I was just like, you're not supposed to sell low. You're just literally supposed to hang on to it till it finally gets back. But I was just like, I'm pulled, dude. I'm so sick of getting Robin Hood notifications for the past like two years. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a fucking Audi, dude. Give me my money. I, get the fuck out of here. I have some back back during that whole period of time. I had bought, I had like bought into some random with like chump change. Like, I literally put in like I think thirty or twenty dollars on some of these random fucking like penny stocks. Penny stocks. And there's one called Extreme. <laughs> I bought X T R E M or something like that. And I get notifications from fucking E-Trade like every other day, like every two days, I'll get a notification that's like, oh boy, big news, extremism. And I'm like, dude, please, like, kill yourself. Yeah. Enough, enough. I, I know I, the stock market's in the fucking toilet anyway. I mean, I, I don't even want to know. I have Apple stock that I got from when I was working at the company, and it was worth, like, it's worth something, but everything is fucking tanked right now anyway as far as i'm concerned like dude my buddy who i've mentioned on the pod he seems to have been watching some recent episodes so i will say bro i i'm saying this out of love i don't i'm i don't hate you but he called okay. i called him the other day to check in and uh he was like bro i just invested a ton of money into this like nft thing like you i've been watching cold cuts like you and harris you should make some nfts and sell them through my company and i was just mm -hmm. like yeah, I don't fucking think so, brother. Yeah, yeah. I don't do, I don't think so. Do you know what I it's like I actually um I think I have like a take on NFTs which is like I, I apparently like a cancelable offense in the art circle, which is just actually that like I'm not immediately offended by the ideas by the idea of NFTs and it's kind of the same thing that I was saying when House was getting cancelled for his like you are not special thing, where I'm just like I feel like if an if a talented artist is getting paid for their work, that's a dub. That's like, good. I, like yes. that's a good thing. Yes. And if it ha and if it happens to be through NFTs, I think it's really short sighted and kind of like fucking snide. And it just feels like Twitter shit when I see artists being like, "I can't believe this artist is doing NFTs, dox and kill this guy." You know what I mean? Like people get so mad or at the, at the NFT thing. I've n I've never done NFTs. I don't get it. But what I will say, the other side of it is that I would be a lot more like keen on the idea of doing NFTs if the people who talked about NFTs online weren't like the worst people. That's the, the that's the only thing that's kept me out of that's it annoying. is the audience because it's like, dude, I don't I don't want NFT guys. I know NFT as my guys main are audience. really it's fucking so annoying. Cringe, and, dude. and it actually seemed like something that. That's the thing is like when you when you come up with a new product like that, you want it to be cool for a period of time before it becomes corporate. Like if NFT started and there was a few years where you actually had some like really talented artists that were making, you know, priceless pieces of art, like valuable work and making them available as NFTs, you would have actually gathered a little bit of respect from like the artist community to be like, oh, this is a great way to kind of like get artists the bag in the modern day like this is actually really smart but it jumped sh the shark immediately it, it instantly went to it doesn't matter for shit about what the art looks like it's just about churning out as That's many thing, as possible because whenever i tell this to that guy he's like bro you don't understand the benefits of nfts like if someone buys an nft you can give them a benefit of something and it's like the only nft benefits i've seen okay there's two ways it goes. The first one is, bro, you bought this NFT. That means you're first in line if you want to buy a merch drop for 10K. And it's like, okay, so I'm first in line to spend more money. It's either mm -hmm. that or it's like this dude who he's kind of been like mentoring me on stuff. I think I've mentioned him before, but he was like showing me his NFTs and was like, dude, check this out. This is so sick. 
he bought like a bunch of Spider-Man comic NFTs and he was showing me how you can hold your phone up and it'll make the NF the comic appear on the table and you can flip through it. And it's like, that's kind of cool. cool, but you cool. spent 10 K on that. I can go on Google that's and ridiculous. type in Spider-Man comic PDF. Right. And I can scroll through it, read it easier. Right. Or free. Than they're, having they're, to spend twenty k so you can make it appear on your table, and, and, like I don't NFT, care. Right, the idea of NFTs feels half baked. It's like they almost were on the cusp of something kind of interesting, and then all of these crypto bros were immediately like, "Money, easy money that I don't have to work for. Money, money," and they all and they just like took it over immediately, and it's just like it, Dude, it's that's, just cancer. That's like, the worst part, bro. Because you see people like. I'm only mentioning them because we love to rip on them because they're gay and retarded. And uh-huh. I mean that in the new age way. I don't, I think they're married, but uh, <laughs> like that MK ultra guy got into the, uh, I forget what they're even called, but these like cringe ass NFTs that are the ugliest things I've ever seen. My they're lady, always ugly. it's called like they're... my lady, but it's like, right. it, but it's so clear. It's like, dude, you just want to make money off your audience. Like you don't give a shit about them, which is, I dude, in order to survive as a creator in today's day and age, right, there has to be an aspect of you that is like, you know, I have to be fine with them paying well, me and me giving course, something back. But NFTs, you're not getting. I would be so much more NFTs, be chill with NFTs if the people selling them embrace the fact that like, this is all garbage that's worthless. You're helping support me though, so right. you should be happy about that. But there's this whole like, if you buy this piece of poop I drew. Right. This could there, be worth millions. Like, there feels, and it's, there feels like there's. It you don't like care about your audience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you don't care about your audience. And, that, and, that, and it's like I, that was a hurdle I had to get over. Obviously, I'm over it at this point because like I got that, folks. I got to stay alive. But it's like when like early on, I was like, ah, I really feel uncomfortable selling merchandise and stuff. But it's like I'm at a point now where I also feel like, first of all, and I know you do this too. Is like whenever whenever I sell a print I, I always hook it up like i put a sticker in there or if somebody like if they buy if somebody buys multiple prints i'll usually write like a note or draw something yeah. extra yeah. you know what i mean like i always want to make sure that people get like their money's worth but also in its own way it's like i'm not going to be making merch forever like we're hope you know hopefully if everything keeps going on track with the cold cuts brand like there's going to be a time where cold cuts hbo Right, yeah, we're we're too busy. I'm we're gonna be too busy to be making like hand signed like prints and stuff like that. So I try to like, you know, right now it's only been a year since since I started this, and I'm thinking like, you know, I probably got another year left in me of the of the prints before it's just like that'll be it, you know, and then we'll be on to something else. So I try. What Harris to is saying is get on board now. <laughs> Patreon.com slash cold cut. Yes. Dude, AJ would not shut up the night we went out to party. Like, uh, I what? think it was Saturday, but uh, your print arrived that he he bought. Oh, the really? commission, yeah. He didn't First message all, me. The mailman, I think he was just mad at the mailman, dude. The mailman, you, he, he was like, dude, Harris put all these, like, do not bend stickers on and it. He still fucking bend the it. The mailman literally bent it in half. What a and then fucking, I, like. I know, dude, I know, I know. But he was like, uh, he was so happy because you I apparently. in USPS. Sorry, in the envelope, up? put a little note that said, you put another envelope that said, for your eyes only, this could lead to. Hillary Clinton killing you or something, but yeah, there's yeah. just a little card that said D's nuts on the <laughs> yeah, inside. Yeah, and yeah. he was like, dude, I was fucking dying, yeah, bro. But yeah. like, people love that. Dude, that's what I like. You really, if you're a creator and you're like, I need to do NFTs to survive, you don't, bro. Do shit like that where it's like, you. it's clear when your your fan gets a package that it's like, I was well, thinking about you. I put a little dude, extra into it. I mean, seriously, can you name a better feeling than getting something in the mail? I fucking love getting something in the mail. So I always like. I usually when I, love sticking something into a mail. Oh, st- that oh st- too, okay. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's cool too, yeah. Interesting, but yeah, no. I always, I always think about like when I'm if I'm mailing something out, I usually will try to drop something extra in there because I know what that feels like to get a package from somebody and then like open it up and there's like. Some an extra sticker or some extra goodies in there. Bro, these uh, I don't think I've shown them off in the episode before, and I think I can only show one of the cards. What's that? But Cold Cuts did officially order the sexy low punny. Oh, oh! I can I can't unfortunately show you the other cards because there's huge tits and that penises. Was big, that was awesome. But they sent me a little extra sticker. Let me chop off all the bad bits. But they sent me a sticker of this chick with a gigantic like cock. All, all you can the see entire is the thing, head. Dude, the entire thing is just that's the head. Awesome. But they that's sent me awesome. this sticker with a giant cock, and I was like, 
Based? Uh -huh, but, uh -huh, Thank uh -huh, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, it's awesome get it's awesome getting like surprise like extra goodies in the mail. So I love it, bro. Um, I gotta order uh you're living the dream with your P.O. box, bro. You got people sending you fresh shit. Well, dude, apparently not. I mean it's like, like here's the thing, is like with all of this fucking uh, well, yes, that's true. I, I love people sending me stuff in the P.O. box. I oh that's amazing. But the the fucking USPS is like it doesn't matter how many fucking hoops you jump through with them, they're still gonna shove your envelope up their ass and then drop off their your poopy fucking envelope at the literally dude. House. like that's it, yeah. it's so fucking annoying and it's just like like and the price keeps going up to mail shit out too sorry i'm just bitching at this point but it's like can you just fucking do your job for the love of but fucking dude price most any mail, like fucking government facility in this stupid fucking country just like work as intended like i, but I just that's like enough, enough that's the point though it's a government gig so i'll allow it dude my cousin's the same way bro he's a welder and he's always like dude whenever we get a government job that literally is like we can complete in one day you make it last 10 days because they're paying you so much and you do a half-ass job so they'll call you back in a week you know what i mean these government yeah. gigs it's like for working class schmucks I can't hate them because it's like, bro, get your fucking bag. If you have it's to, if like, I have to send a, a thing out and you have to fold it into an origami bird to put it in the mailbox, I am pissed, but you got to get your bag. I Like, okay, that's just how it is. Yeah, I get it. That shit is so dumb, though. I like, Dude, did we have a did we have a plan for this episode? Because we're literally, I didn't even, not even realize we're about to be done again. Let me pull no, up some No, let's just emails. answer some questions. We got some yeah, emails. Let's answer some emails. All right, let's see. Oh, uh, my buddy got back in touch with us, and he would like to work on a video game. So that there might be a little cold cuts video game. Oh, that'd line. be dope. Wait, while you're pulling up the thing, I want to pour myself another beer real quick. Yeah, pour it up. I'll uh, I'll keep the slurs to a minimum. All right, it's just you and me now, guys. We can talk about Harris. Let me think of some embarrassing Harris stories. I don't have a lot of embarrassing Harris stories, bro. Harris is uh, he's the man. He's the man. Woo. All right, I'm pulling up a uh, a doodle right now, but someone drew us tails with a fat ass. Extremely powerful. This is from Chloe. Hello, Zach and Harris. I've been watching all of your episodes, plus liking each one. Based. Based. Those are the Cold Cuts fans we like. And I'm halfway through. In a previous episode, I was disappointed by the femboy tails art someone sent you. His ass was not as thick as he deserves. I just had to make this. You also know me as Pecan Ocelot. I made that pinup of Cream and Buff-Ass Beetle Moses. Oh, I remember that. Twitter and Instagram, thanks for retweeting that fan art, Zach. That made my day. I got you, Bubba. Also, Harris, how the fuck do you do that shit? Like, the fuck, dude, how do you come up with a comic a day? It's crazy that Harris has that fucking work ethic, bro. Like, I try to do that. I try to do one or two a week, but I've been off it. That shit is insane. Like, dude, props. I'm currently working on three comics. Thanks. You guys have truly inspired me. Love you guys. Keep making awesome art. Love, Chloe. What I miss? Bubba. Not much. I just read through a uh, viewer email, but they were complimenting you on your work ethic. They were like, how the fuck do you come up with a comic? Oh, Damn, I think I read crazy. this one. Yes, thank yeah, you Yeah, and they drew much. us a little picture, which I'll, if I remember, it'll be right here. It's Tails with a Giant Ass. That's awesome. Dude, they were dissing the. I think they might have been talking about a different Tails picture because the only Femboy Tails picture I can think of, Tails had a fat, at, yeah. like, juiciest ass I've ever seen. Interesting. But uh, they drew us a little picture. All right, let me pull up the next one. This one is from Boshi. Ooh, bro, they sent us a picture of a Rouge the Bat type chick with a cock just getting That's, fucked in the ass and it's very oh, powerful let's go. i just wanted to let you guys know i really enjoy the podcast i listen while i work or play video games aka every day very good those are the cold cuts viewers we That's also awesome. like please keep up the good work anyway here's a pic of a hot babe i wish i could show this because goddamn bro but she's getting she's getting stretched if you know what all I'm right saying. she's getting stretched out interesting all righty here's one from bing bong this is a patron i think bing bong i recognize that Greetings, Beetle Dog. What's happening for him? Epic Ray William Johnson reference. Powerful. Banger uh -huh. episode just then. I have a funny story about how cold cuts has seeped into my real life. A Jordan Peterson level philosophical question and to offer you a digital gift. One, the cold cuts has been out of the fridge too long. They have give me brain worms. 
Today I was in modern studies class where we were studying things like terrorism. The exams are coming up, so we have a period to study. I like doodling in the margins, so I doodled a little dog saying terrorism, terrorism, more like twinkism. Powerful, very powerful. <laughs> I've done like a billion of these. Example in physics, I once banged a quirked up twink. They were a bottom. Powerful. Oh. I also drew Beetle saying Dachshund killed Doctor Fauci. My teacher, who everyone used to think was a twink, <laughs> what does that mean? Would you, is your teacher a twink, or people just thought either he used twink? to be a twink, or people used to think he think was a he twink, was a twink, and then changed their mind? Yeah. He comes over, sees my drawings, and looks at me disappointed. If there was a time to kill myself, it would be now. Okay, Classic. two. If you were stuck on a desert island alone, what three pieces of media would you take with you? It could be video games, music, oh. books, movies. Before I answer that, I'm going to assume whatever piece of media we take, we don't need to pick. Like, if I picked Bioshock, would I also have to pick that I would bring a PlayStation with me? Does that count as one of my picks? Uh, I was going to ask you the same question. Let's assume that you have the means. Like, by, by grabbing the object, you also have the means to play it. Okay. I would take, if I could bring three things with me, I would take Bioshock 1. Classic. I would take the American Psycho book. Classic. And I would take, I should pick a movie. I'd take Zoolander. I could watch Zoolander? that all the time. I love Zoolander. I know. I'm trying to think. Maybe I'd probably do a movie also. All right. Let's make it easy. Pick a, a, a book, a movie, or a video game. Or I didn't pick one, uh, a music, a song. Oh, or music. I didn't think of a music thing. Okay. You know, the first thing that popped into my head, and I got to just shout this guy out, is uh, there's this comic that I have, like a graphic novel called King City that I picked up on a whim at my like local comic shop by this guy, Brandon Graham. Uh who I actually just recently followed. I like it, it's funny, you kinda kinda link up with people over time as you like explore the internet scene. I think he's I get the feeling he might be a little like, you know, keeps to himself a bit. But holy shit, this comic is so fucking good. I picked it up like completely on accident. Uh it's about like a guy and like a magic like weaponized cat in this like weird future dude that sounds fucking awesome it's fucking awesome the art is amazing it's funny the it's like action it's kind of superhero he draws like hot ass chicks in there like it's like speaking of uh speaking of weaponized cats i i noticed my door is a dryer which usually means the cat is snuck in in. he's literally (laughs) snuck in Dude, the amount of times I'll order food because I'm depressed and I'll eat like food and then leave it on. I'll, I'll keep it in a trash bag on the floor mm-hmm. and then I'll wake up 10 minutes later to the cat rummaging, dude, going crazy mode. Rummaging. Dude, this Grimble cat mode. has eaten. Have you, Did you answer the question yet? Am I interrupting? I answered one of my objects. Okay. The, the book. Go ahead and tell the cat story. He has eaten a loaf of bread from all three of us. On three separate <laughs> occasions, we have brought loaves of bread home and left them out mm-hmm. to come see the cat. Just like, dude, which is crazy though, because every cat I've owned or interacted with, it's usually like meat that they they go crazy about trying to break it into. Is. This cat is—he's carbo cat. He is all about fucking carbs, bro. He is carbo cat. Base. Anyway, what are your other two pieces of media? Anyway, so I gotta shout that guy out. Uh... If you guys have never read this, which I'm assuming you haven't, because I don't know why, I don't think it's very popular. King City by Brandon Graham, looking at it, is a 2012 uh, paperback book. Holy shit, it is fucking good. It looks like you could get it for like 20 bucks. Totally fucking get that. Anyway, uh, I'm going to bring an album with me. I'm going to say, dude, my favorite record, my favorite album. Is called Perfect From Now On by Built to Spill. It's really good. I listen to it at least once a month. I would bring it with me. And then the final thing, I'd probably bring a uh, a video game, which would pro- I'd probably just bring Breath of the Wild, honestly. Or maybe Base. I'd bring maybe I'd bring like a Pokemon game that's like my roomie uh, just got back into Breath of the Wild. He's been playing it. Breath of the Wild is just so sick. I've been meaning to pick it back up, dude. Let me before I finish the email. Let me just shout out our execs real quick i need to update the ending screen i think uh i fucked up on it but we have g-san trash bins brat brat pew pew trevor stilson snake oiler man garlic bread ben madre mothra i think paid for this month maybe not 
but I, I know they're back out. And then you were telling me uh, Shrek Our, the Third. My special back. little, my special little boy. My special I love Shrek friends. the Third, bro. Shrek the I love third. Shrek I'm the pretty third. sure that he is exact once again. So welcome back to the club, baby. Anyway, to round uh, this out, you said in the most Konga recent Healy? episode, you got Conga Healy. Oh, Conga Healy! I forgot Conga Healy. I, I love Conga Healy. We're missing Conga Healy. Yeah, I'd smash, bro. I'd smash. They cute. They cute. <laughs> you said in the most recent episode that you wanted to move some of your old stuff from the Yolo Swag channel over to the Cold Cuts channel, which I think I'm gonna do. I'm kind of working on it. I don't know if this includes music, but I made a full 40 minute album a while ago out of most of your songs. Base. Bro, based. The file is too big to send, so I uploaded it as an unlisted YouTube video. And then he shows the, the, the link. link. You can just rip the vid with YouTube or MP4. The only issue is it's been blocked in Russia, ripped to all Russian cold cut heads. Damn, I might upload that then. Oh, and then he put a little picture. Awesome. He wrote out the entire track list. Yeah, I saw that. God damn, bro. I do not. Uh, you deserve the cold cuts fans. I do not, bro. Some of you guys are too fucking rad. That is so. I sick, gotta get my dude. shit together. That's really but, nice, uh, man. Dude, I think based. we need to put out more music. Honestly, I think we really do, bro. We really like, fucking do. I think people really like it, and I, we just don't do it enough. Yeah, and I we think need it's, to. It's honestly, all things considered, it's easier to put together than an animation. One hundred percent. We could just be doing it. Um, we got less than a minute. You gotta. You want to wind out with anything? Let me think. Well, tomorrow, this has got me thinking. Maybe tomorrow I'll make a new beat, and we can cook up a new song in the stew. Bro, anytime we make a beat, it should be called feet. Oh, feet. Feet making. Cold cuts slash, no, patreon.com slash cold cuts <laughs> for more jokes like that. I miss the summer nights spent looking for dope. Found around another hour for a place we can post. Probably not gonna tell the kiddos about the poems I wrote. Cause it ends up always better with an ogreous flow. Every bar's a fucking brick like they a Nokia phone. I come out clean like I'm a penny when you soak it in coke. I know it's been a crispy minute since the last time we spoke. But I haven't changed a point, you should know.